0: You are now tuned in to the, the Windy, Windy City, City Benders, Benders Podcast. This is WCVP. All right.
1: Finally, it's another edition of the WCV Podcast presented or a part of the Hockey Podcast Network presented by uh, DraftKings. No. It's Jerem. It's Tanner. We have been trying to get this episode recorded <laughs> for two <laughs> days now. And yeah. we went through, Tanner went through pretty much every reset upgrade <laughs> re download in the
0: book and it yeah. finally is working yeah now we got I like, got stable internet connection for this <laughs> i don't know how it changes from one week to another but you but, know sometimes you just gotta update a router and i, <laughs> I didn't I've, know never, that.
1: I've never heard of that but i also am not a tech guy so
0: yeah so but what's up what's up it... bud how, how are you doing besides I'm jazz man yeah i'm feeling real jazz got you know, get playoffs. We're we're deep. We got some good matchups. Fucking wild matchups. And <laughs> like, man, it, internet's working. Pop's internet's going. working. We're it's great. summer.
1: It's beautiful out. We are happy. We got hockey. We yes. have some news about Arizona to talk about. We have nothing to talk about the Blackhawks though.
0: So uh, yeah, there's literally nothing.
1: No, I mean, okay, I brought this before, and okay, I'm gonna bring this up again. What point does it start getting a little concerning that we're not hearing anything about coaches, interviews, or anything like that? Do you think uh, it's like till the end of the playoffs, till Stanley Cup's awarded? Do you think, because, I mean, you have teams already, like Vegas is talking with, uh, I don't know, Vegas' interview, they've they've shortlisted a couple guys. Um, uh, Barry Trotz yeah. has talked to a couple teams. Yeah. Uh, Tortorella is apparently possibly talked to, to Philly. The, to Philly which yeah. is hilarious how pissed off do you think cam atkinson is gets out of, know. gets away from gets away from him now he signs a big ticket with philly and then they're gonna bring him in
0: uh, i mean <laughs> let's see what cam atkinson's looking at did he even sign like a deal or anything i thought
1: he signed when he got traded
0: uh he has he a he's he three years left um at 5.875 modified no trade clause uh, did he sign that when he got to Philly, or is that? Oh no, it's okay. his current deal.
1: Is this current one? Okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, um.
1: Maybe he'll be, but maybe a little uh Johnny Hockey coming to Philly, home to Philly, will make him feel a little bit better about that.
0: Maybe, but Johnny Hockey's not exactly a Tortorella player, right? So
1: I just I don't know. I don't think Tortorella's a NHL coach anymore. Like I just I don't see it.
0: working. Rit. I mean, I could see Sean Couturier thriving yeah he's, he's a pretty goddamn good centerman but um, all right
1: so yeah original question are you concerned at all like when do you start kind of oh being yeah like, oh what's going on here like what let's get a little update here
0: um no <laughs> just no
1: just note everything i no, think like... i think
0: i think the focus i would i would hope is them on scouting because they don't have a first round pick so you're gonna really want to scout as hard as you can and or it just like go through like a lot of video and like you want to drill these like second round picks that you for sure have. And I'm, I don't know, like there's, there's going to be coaches. I don't think that we're going to get one of the top coaches. We wouldn't get like trots or somebody unless he like really felt like coming to a rebuilding team. I think we're going to end up getting somebody that's not so proven that's going to, Or is they're just gonna stick with Derrick King. That's
1: the more the more I think about it, I'm kind of okay with Derrick King sticking around for just do a one-year deal, kind of.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's basically we know what it is. The team's not gonna be winning. It's it's kind of develop the young guys. I, I would hope that they get somebody that is really good at that.
1: Unless there's like some game plan where Kyle Davidson sees like potentially available players that you would like to be a part of this team that but still focus on the rebuild that maybe a certain coach can you know bring them in and be like hey listen it's gonna be bad this year but if you come with us sign with us you know stick with it we got this coach coming in we got here's the plan let's go kind of thing that's the only reason i can see them maybe shooting but i don't think there's anybody really worth it at this time for them i think they i think they just need to focus on losing
0: yeah which is
1: weird to say but Three. Okay, that
0: first next year. Let's go.
1: Yeah, I uh, I think, I think the draft is July seventh, I believe. So about a month away. So I hope there's a coach by then, uh, before the draft. Definitely for sure before free agency. Just like at least knows. some news. Yeah. So, um, all right. So that was all for Hot Stock. <laughs> yeah. Um. So let's get into some NHL talk here. The first kind of. It's been the long saga story for the past couple of years: is Arizona not being mm. able to lock down a stadium, cannot get a city to approve them building a new stadium. That the huge joke in the league that they're playing at Arizona State's stadium for the next three seasons at le- or two seasons at least, three possibly three. Um, they sat with the bo uh, the city council of Tempe, Arizona, and pretty much pitched made their pitch to why they should be allowed to build their stadium in the city. Um It's really interesting. I, so I've only seen like the main, I've only seen the main highlights. I didn't get to watch like the actual pitch and everything that was being said and all that, but yeah, here are some of the main highlights here. Let me pull up these tweets just cause I want to make sure I have it right. Um sh- Angel Commissioner Gary Batman says he endorses the Coyotes plan for the new arena without reservation and if if approved they will have signed they will have to sign a document saying that they are not allowed to move. When looking into that if the stadium gets built the Coyotes will be locked into the area for 30 years. No relocation. Yes. Yeah. For 30 years. Yeah. That, to me, I think, seeing the Coyotes' history with, like, you know, fan base and all that kind of stuff might get the no vote from the city council. (laughs) They were also – Gary Bettman also said that – They've been there for
0: how many years at this point? Like 30 years? 96? Yeah, okay. 26? Yeah. Just about
1: 30 years? 30 years, but, how? like, all the issues they've been having in those 26 years, like, I just – that's a huge, huge investment. So it's like, what happens if that ends up failing? Which, like, you keep fucking the escrow, you keep screwing up revenue sharing across the league because you're stuck now for 30 years in a market that potentially doesn't want you.
0: What if we, what if they just said Arizona doesn't have to follow the salary cap?
1: <laughs> Still don't think that does anything. <laughs> yeah.
0: Just go out uh, and sign every top free agent. It's just like playing NHL 22 without the salary cap
1: on. Yeah, if the Coyotes are able to eventually get the deal done to build a new arena, um, I was just told this is uh Kirsten Susel, Susel, S U S E L. She's been tw- she was live tweeting this or was at the event or council hearing. Um, I was just told the league was also guaranteed an NHL draft and All Star game for the city. Oh, nice. That makes sense. I mean, yeah. Well, I, mean, I would
0: I would think that your fucking every city should get one.
1: Yeah, if you're fucking gun ho on sick staying in Arizona, which is a nice tourist area, you might as well fucking put the all-star game there. Yeah. The other I mean, some other interesting little tidbits that came out about this is that um they keep saying that the city will not be paying for the building of any real estate arena, hotel, entertainment district, etc. It'll all be done with private money. So that's all coming out of, I'm assuming the owners or whatever kind of group they have to to fund this.
0: Whatever investment group. Yeah. And the
1: last other big thing here is that the owner of the, of the Coyotes, Alex Marillo. Yeah. Yeah. Will get $40 million in cash of non-refundable money to help clean up the trash site where the arena would be built to begin development even before the deal is 100% pr- approved. So he's going to get 40 40 million
0: million dollars trash cleanup.
1: Yeah. To get this area ready for development. So they could essentially just take the 40 million, thanks, clean it up and do whatever the hell they were originally going to do with that area.
0: What the fuck?
1: (laughs) So So clearly they're going all out to try to make this happen. I still personally don't understand. Like, why the NHL is trying so hard to keep this going in Arizona? I don't like. I I do and I don't.
0: I think because it's. I mean, it is like a major market for sports. They just want to. I don't know. They just that team just needs success at some point, but they keep like fucking shit up.
1: So another account on Twitter I saw talking with Stu Cohen. He tweeted out about 14,563 fans in Quebec City tonight for a junior hockey game. Meanwhile, the NHL's Arizona Coyotes will play in a 5,000-seat arena next season. Somehow this makes sense to Gary Bettman.
0: I mean, it's just like it's not their actual home arena. Right. Uh, Like, they're, they're working on it. I don't know what to fucking tell you, man. Like, so
1: clearly, yeah. So clearly, I mean, this is it's interesting. It's just really, really interesting. Like, I think it'd be like, I, I want them to stay, especially now they yeah. got the Kachina back. I would love for
0: them to stay. I mean, and we're talking about like arena issues. Like, the Islanders have been going through arena issues for the past like few years. Like, it's I'm luckily enough they didn't have to be like relegated to like a fucking college arena because there's enough like going on in New York to be able to do right. that. But it's like trying to make it work and I, I i think it's a good place to be the situation is not great <laughs> but it, like where do you go if you're not in arizona like you want to keep the teams in the west like even you want right. it to be a i guess it could be a central team still but like you go like a second texas team
1: right houston the main two teams are cities that would probably be make most sense for relocation is Houston for keeping the Western Conference in Quebec because, you know, it's Quebec.
0: Yeah. Albuquerque. Um. <laughs> it's okay. We have a minor in league your, baseball team. It's right cool. in your backyard. Yeah.
1: But, yeah, I just – I think it's really interesting to see. Like, I don't know when they are actually going to be voting – on this to see what happens if it and it's not even like they're not even voting on if it's going to happen it's just if they can start developing like negotiating developing and all that kind of stuff yeah okay but that also brings the question that if this falls through how soon does the the relocation talk because I mean this I think is their last oh
0: yeah like what's like what is this what is the alternative like if it doesn't happen
1: so do they play two years in ASU and then see you hit up Quebec or Houston or whatever city can get a arena done faster?
0: I guess. <laughs> I, I don't want them to move because it's like one of the closer teams to me. And I think their tickets would be a little bit cheaper than Colorado. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, or go there.
1: It is definitely going to be interesting to see. I'm very curious on when they are going to actually vote on this. I'm trying to look up really quick.
0: Oh, is it not? I mean, is it going to be soon? That's what I'm trying to see. That's look- going to be like, you got yeah. to hear all the sides.
1: Yeah, because then they had um, the main thing that people that are against is Sky Harbor Airport.
0: Okay. Who is saying basically what was it here? It's like such a weird conundrum. <laughs>
1: yeah, where is their argument? Like, um, Sky Harbor making a case that the Coyotes building an arena, um, for reasons due to flight path slash noise imp- uh, impacting residents. Um, the FAA, FAA does not support residential development within the areas experiencing aviation-related noise levels of day-slash-night averages sound level uh, 65 decibel or greater. FAA's approval of remedial noise migration measures are limited to existing non-compliant development. Um, since Tempe has the authority over the proposed TED project, the FAA strongly encourages the city of Tempe to ensure... Uh, compatible land use for its citizen Ooh. and interested stakeholder as well as those neighboring jurisdictions so basically it's going to fuck up whatever they want to do with their airport
0: yeah whatever the the renderings of the new proposed stadium look pretty goddamn cool though right yeah i i just i mean i just want it to work <laughs> uh, there is a lot to do there you know just start being good, Arizona. Then you can fucking get a little more pull. You have wow. to
1: trade for Austin Matthews, and this would be a no-brainer.
0: Yeah, but what do you give up? Four third, four firsts. Yeah, you have three firsts this year. <laughs> yeah, except that that's not going to happen. I don't think they. I don't think Toronto ever moves Austin Matthews.
1: Give us Austin Matthews. You can give us every single worst contract that you have on your books. Yeah. We'll give you yeah. the and they'll and they'll give them the rights to fill Kessel back.
0: Ooh, yeah, that's that's a good one. So no. Kessel for Matthews, I think that's fair. Yeah. Just the Toronto's rights to sign. The training. rights to sign.
1: Toronto's Kessel. coming off like a fucking bandit in that trade. Just yeah. a one for one. Not even yeah. graphics allowed. No. I don't know. So yeah, that'll be interesting to see. Um, I'm sure we're gonna have more news on this as the days go on and all that so um, like I said I, I want them to stay because I really like the Kachina jersey and I want that to be around for much longer
0: yeah you can't get the Kachina jersey if you're in Quebec City I don't think that's how it works although the Nordic
1: jersey coming back would be sick
0: I don't really give a shit about the Nordeaux jersey yeah. to be honest yeah, like, yeah. I don't know it's i guess so it, it's i never thought it was like that cool it's just it's a classic yeah i like classic jerseys are, are pretty dope but like i don't know like i think it looks great as a classic
1: it wasn't like over overdone it wasn't like in your face it was just very simple simple minimalist logo I yeah
0: the, i mean good. the logo looks like a fucking elephant
1: maybe that's why i like it i don't know <laughs>
0: Like thick chicks, got it.
1: (laughs) Just ignore the (laughs) elephant on my arm, yeah. So, um, all right, so yeah, that's pretty much there. What's going on there in Arizona? We will, if anything changes while we're recording, we'll talk about it. But, um, what we tried doing yesterday when we were having issues recording, we try to just at least do our predictions for. The conference finals and that was was miserable so i tweeted or tweeted and posted on instagram the little um uh, graphics of who we picked um i guess we'll talk really quick just kind of explain what we were saying um i'm kind of glad what i said yesterday didn't come in effect because new york just fucking proved me wrong yesterday um
0: i don't remember what we said So <laughs>
1: Um, let's start with the Western Conference then here. Uh, we got Colorado oh, yeah. versus the Edmonton Oilers. We both took Colorado. I took them in five. You took them in six. Hell yeah. What were you thinking when you made your choice?
0: Um, I just didn't think McDavid would go down in, like, I they, I think they're going to win at least two, just because purely off of McDavid. Um, and now after game one and not having Kemper, uh, like Franco, uh, Frankie, <laughs> he's uh, I mean, he's playing good. They just finished their first period of the second, second game. Um, he's not a bad goalie, but like having temper definitely helps out a lot more. But the on the other, the other side, you know, it's still Mike Smith and I, he might just trip over his skates the entire game. You never fucking know. Like, yeah, you never
1: know. Mike Smith. You can either have uh, the guy that lets in a goal from the opposite blue line, or you have a guy that just stands on his head. Like it's yeah,
0: or he goes behind the net and kicks the puck out in front, and uh, you get a nice easy tap in.
1: It's so funny, <laughs> like the two. Yeah, up. it's so funny. Like the difference is between the two series in net.
0: Oh yeah.
1: Like you got. The Western Conference, it's like, literally, I think you put puck on that, there's a good chance it's going in, where in the Eastern Conference, you have two of the top elite goaltenders. Yeah. uh, They're the best in the league at this point. Um, And honestly, the way I see this series going, it's it's Connor McDavid versus the Colorado Avalanche. Yeah. And originally, I was saying, like, thank God for Darcy Kemper. That is the only reason why they have a chance, because – I'm not sold on Darcy Kemper as the goalie. Like I feel like this is gonna go down. If Colorado comes out with a Stanley Cup and Darcy Kemper like comes back and he's able to play, this is gonna go down into uh it doesn't matter who you have in net as long as the team in front of you is good. Yeah. Because Kemper is not good.
0: See, here's the crazy thing is Kemper came from Arizona. <laughs> and for whatever reason, and I think I know the reason, is because Arizona goalies get fucking shelled on a regular basis. They actually tend to look pretty goddamn good by the end of the season. Cause they're so fucking used to getting like close to 50 shots against that. Like <laughs> facing 30 shots in, in certain games, they look like they're standing on their head and then they get play with a team that lets up, like only lets up like good chances. And you're like, fuck, like they look kind of pedestrian in comparison to like what they did on Arizona.
1: Was that in the bubble when Colorado played Arizona yep. and Colorado put like sixty shots or something on Kemper and he only let in like one or two?
0: Yeah, he stole a game. Yeah, yeah, it was it was crazy. Um, but yeah, I and then the same happened when they used to have Brzgalov, and then did they? Did they have no? They didn't have Dubnik, did they? No, Nashville had Dubnik. Um, they had Mike Smith. They did have Mike Smith. He led them to a conference final. That
1: was the whole Smith flopping with Shaw in the playoffs.
0: Dude, this also just to bring up this like 8k camera that no, they did this <laughs> again, so this face off is crazy. I didn't know. I didn't know that they did that.
1: Are they bringing them for everybody or is it just when McKinnon and McDavid are facing off against each other? Oh, uh, no, that's no, the case. Kadri. That's really funny cool. earlier.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like I, I've been like kind of able to pay attention to the games. I haven't, Fully watched like all of them. I don't know if they've been doing this doing the whole playoffs, but I haven't noticed it until now. But like anytime there's a face off in the corners, like they have this camera that's like an 8K camera that they show sometimes. Like they're not going to show it like every time, but it's just like it looks insane. It's cool as fuck, and I like it. <laughs> yeah, we we're um, saying
1: before we record, like it's going to be insane when that's the standard for TV. When like, yeah, the main camera is going to be like that.
0: That's, oh man, um, but yeah, like it's. I think Arizona really highlights goalies because the goalies need to play really well in order to get wins. They face a lot of shots. And it's it's weird. <laughs> and I think the Hawks might have something like that next year, but I don't think we have the goalies to prove it. Oh, no, right now.
1: we are going to be let up a lot of goals. Like I am thinking we're going to be flirting with uh, most goals allowed in a single season. Category right now, unless they do something major.
0: Morazic. Morazic's coming to Chicago.
1: You're <laughs> here first.
0: I just, I fucking, I have a feeling. I said it a few times before, too. I still, I, I still think it's going to happen. Toronto's going to need to move salary. Morazic's not their number one. Like, a, they, they fucking, they're going to need to shed salary and we're going to be able to take advantage, unless somehow, like, Goes to Arizona, baby. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I
1: so I edit the Leaf Sky podcast. I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna reach out to him and s- ask him, James what Taddy, about Mrazik. If they're actively thinking he's he's gonna actively be moved, and see
0: he's got a modified no trade clause yeah, and in like see, two I'm, to three I'm curious... years left at like four mil, and he was their backup.
1: I'm curious what. So him being a a Leafs insider, I'm curious to see what he thinks it's going to take for Toronto. Oh, he's got
0: two years left at 3.8. It's two years? Two years at 3.8.
1: I thought he signed a two-year deal.
0: No, he signed a three-year deal. Oh, fuck. I
1: don't want him now.
0: There's two years left at 3.8?
1: I thought it was a one-year thing.
0: Nah, man. I I would would still take that. 3.8. Okay, now I want the first. Like a first.
1: yeah, now I want a first-round pick for
0: that. Yeah,
1: but I don't even think they have a first-round pick. They do next year.
0: Yeah, they do. They do next. They have, year? They have their next three first first-round picks.
1: What am I thinking of? I
0: don't know. Uh, they don't have one, like they have three picks. Year, they have three picks in yeah. this draft, and it's first, third, and seventh. Yeah. Um. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, I just well, think
1: so. Back to the Western Conference Final. Yeah, honestly, um, I
0: don't even know how we got tailed off so hard on that.
1: We started talking about goalies. Yeah. Um, and I just, oh
0: yeah, I that just
1: don't, hard. I don't see Edmonton being able to stay stay with with Colorado. Like Colorado is just too much of a complete team compared to the Oilers.
0: Yeah, and I, one of the things that hurts them is like Sam Gerard being out because they. They probably do have one of the best defensive cores in the league. Yeah. Um, but either way, like you still have what they had three or four. I don't know, because Landis Cog was hurt for like the last part of the season. So I don't know if he reached 90 points, but like Kadri, Rontanen, McKinnon, and then Landis Cog, if he was healthy, were all probably like 90 plus point players. Like that's so many threats. Yeah, and that's just that's just in the forwards because you still have Kale McCarr on the blue line.
1: McCarr has been like, that's, unreal. It's
0: crazy that goal. Uh, so also, what do you think about the, everybody's like? What do you think about the the Kale McCarr goal in the game one? The right call. Yeah, I mean, did he mean to do it? Probably not. It doesn't look like it. I think it's just natural motion. But did he touch it? No. No, he. It, and it's a weird yeah. call, but like that's the that's the thing that you can do as long as you're not touching it. If you're not looking at high. the rules, yeah,
1: that's a clear-cut onside play. He wasn't oh, yeah. over the blue. He didn't touch it until, I forgot who that was on the board, was out.
0: It was uh, Nichuskin. Nichuskin.
1: Yeah, like, it's, I don't understand why people are like, that's a horseshit call and all this kind of stuff.
0: Because they probably want Edmonton to win.
1: Hockey fans, the pursuit for the Stanley Cup is on. Andrew DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL has an unbelievable offer for the most exciting playoffs in sports. New customers can bet just $5 on any team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what, win or lose. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during the playoffs with DraftKings' same-game parlays, you can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets, like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more. It's your shot at even bigger payouts. said that really, really weird. Sorry, boys. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but also,
0: what a fucking snipe afterwards, though. Jesus God. Christ, he's Dude, so good. it's not fair. He's so <laughs>
1: good, and isn't yeah. he signed pretty cheap too? No,
0: nine point five. Oh, I'm so uh, let's Avalanche. go, oh, Kadri, baby, Kadri Kadri's, Kadri not being suspended in the playoffs, man. He's a he's a pretty big player for him.
1: How long until you get start seeing the uh like Kadri and Evander King get into it?
0: I kind of oh. feel like
1: those are two, like, you know, that those, like, pest type of guys.
0: Yeah, but I, I has Kadri really gotten into it with anybody besides, like, the people trying to go after him after Bennington getting hurt? <laughs> oh,
1: should we talk about that, too, really quick?
0: Oh, yeah. Bennington's
1: response to his explanation that it was a God-given opportunity to throw his water bottle at Kadri. Yeah,
0: what a fucking clown.
1: And he fucking said it like too like he was oh man, I'm gonna turn so many people onto my side here.
0: Like he just a trash, trash player.
1: I hope, hope
0: that team just like fails. Oh Jesus! What's sorry <laughs> Colorado's on fire right now? Mike Smith, and this is what happens. Mike Smith just crumbles. But, like this is like I, Edmonton doesn't have a chance. They I don't understand why they they decide to not put a team around the best player in the league. They just force McDavid to do it himself, and also Edmonton fans that are just like, "Oh, Smithy's the fucking man." It's like, no, dude. Like Smith is not good.
1: How many times have he, has he been pulled this playoffs?
0: Oh, I have no idea. Oh, what a shot! Yeah, dude. I, I just yeah. Even just seeing this, I don't think there's a way that Colorado loses this series.
1: Oh my god, and he signed for one more year.
0: <laughs> yeah. I think Koskinen's up though. Yeah, Koskinen's up. And then it's always it's always in the offseason like Edmonton needs a goalie. And then they're gonna go out and sign like Braden Holby or something like that.
1: They're gonna pick up Murazik.
0: They're gonna they're they'll, no, they're not gonna pick up Murazik. They'll get like uh Anton Hughbin, they'll trade for him they'll trade, they'll trade, they'll trade, they'll trade tra- 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 Dallas for Jack the Campbell? signing rights so of Jack Campbell, Braden Holby. they'll trade for Hugh Dobin, and then they'll also just trade for the cap space of Ben Bishop, so just so they can they have all of those guys, it's always, it's, that's what's going to be, it's going to be, oh man, like, what's Edmonton going to do in goal, and they're not going to fucking do anything, and like they're going to be like, Campbell they should, they should- Jack Campbell, I don't know, man, Jack Campbell's, He. he's definitely too nice to say no,
1: <laughs> yeah i don't know i don't know what this team's gonna do like
0: oh man i think th- i think is it d- did darnell nurse nope his contract kicks in next year at 9.25
1: yep one more year of keith at five and a half
0: i darnell nurse is going to be making more money than Dr- uh leon drysaitl Tyson barry
1: team. for two two more years at four and a half Cody CeCe for three more years.
0: They're going to have $7 million in cap space. And they have a lot of things to, a lot of people to sign. Like, ooh, Yamamoto and Pugliarvi. And Evander Kane, if they wanted to keep them. But what? What are you going to, like, Edmonton, what are you going to do? You don't have a goalie. You have... I don't know, man.
1: Your D is shit. Let's be honest. Yeah. You're relying on Cody, CC, and Duncan Keith.
0: Ugh. Tyson Berry, Evan Bouchard. Like Cody who plays? He's who, only twenty-eight years old. Who plays actual defense on that team? Just Darnell Nurse. Chris Russell blocks shots, but guess what? His contract's up after this year.
1: Isn't he like injured too?
0: Yeah, he's always hurt because he's blocking so many shots.
1: Oh, I'm thinking of Clef Bomb. Yeah, he
0: like a, he's in he,
1: Seattle. Yeah, he he's on Seattle. Clef Bomb. Yeah, he's on their LTIR. Oh, who? Wait, wait, wait! It wait.
0: It Fuck! Who did Seattle take from Edmonton? Oh my God! Why can't I think of it? Why did I... there's another one? Oh, there's another one. Let's go! Fuck you, Mike Smith. Where the fuck's Seattle? Um. Oh, they took Adam Larson. That's right. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I'm getting, I'm getting Larson and Clefbaum mixed up. Okay. They thought they
1: were, they thought that they were gonna take Clefbaum just so they can just toss him on the IR. They thought they were gonna make a deal with him, yeah. like, with them, and then they going like, Nope, we're gonna sign Larson.
0: Well, I mean, as we're talking about this team, they've literally given up three goals <laughs> since we started talking about it. Uh, yeah, they're, they're just going to be so so overpowered. All right, well,
1: the unders hitting so far, so they can stop scoring and let's finish a three nothing game, so I can win my little bet, here.
0: I, you know, what would be kind of funny is, uh, I think last time we recorded it was Edmonton and Calgary, and I was like, Calgary's up one nothing, but you never know, they could end up losing this game. They fucking went off and lost the game. So I mean, what? I don't even know what the, how the what the score was to start the game last time. But and it's six eight like that shit could still happen. So by the three time you listen, it's two
1: minutes and four seconds.
0: It might end up three nothing. It might end up fucking nine to seven. Who knows? you want to move on and talk about the Eastern Conference?
1: Yeah, might as well. Um. So yeah, that's the main thing right there. It's Colorado series. I think I don't think there's anything Emerson can do. Uh, McDavid's probably gonna steal you a game or two, but that's about it. Um, yeah. The other series which kicked off last night in New York or two nights ago in New York was the Tampa Bay Lightning and the New York Rangers. You have the defending, defending Stanley Cup champions coming in on eight days rest against the,
0: I don't know. Back-to-back. Oh, you said back-to-back Stanley Cup champions. Against the Rangers? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, Against the New York Rangers who honestly probably just happy to be there type of thing. Like nobody saw that. I mentioned this yesterday that when we were trying to record that you did pick New York, if there was ever going to be like a, like a lawn shot to make some noise, you did pick New York Rangers. So good on you.
0: Yeah, man. Uh, It wasn't looking good in the first round, but damn.
1: Yeah. So this had all the making of a Tampa Bay slaughter for game one.
0: Yeah. Which also I didn't, I didn't think he was going to be at MSG for like the longest time
1: you literally said it last episode. Oh, did I? Yeah. Cause I I, was I said it figure- was going
0: to be at MSG.
1: Yeah. Cause I was trying to figure out who I was like, Oh, who, who's home <clears throat> and who's away. And you said, whoever wins against New York Carolina, because
0: Oh, that's right. Carolina I finished
1: that. first. New York was second. And then Weird. Tampa I was third in their forgot. divisions.
0: I completely forgot it. Well, it's, it's not that they were third in their divisions. They, Actually, both teams finished with 110 points. It's just the Rangers finished with more regulation wins.
1: All right, well.
0: Crazy. I know. Um, But but sometimes they get things right and forget.
1: (laughs) So um, we both took Tampa Bay. I'm taking them in six. You're taking them in seven. Yeah. I thought me saying six was a little bit of a stretch, but after game one, um, I'm feeling a little bit better about that.
0: I, here's the thing, though. like They would have to win back-to-back games to beat Tampa in seven games. No, 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 no. They'd have to win back-to-back games to beat Tampa in six games. They can do it in seven, but, I don't know, nobody's beat Tampa back-to-back, so do you th- is it possible? Are they going to do it game two? But I just didn't, everybody was thinking like, oh, like they haven't played a real tough, like goalie, like the entire playoffs. And I was like, yeah, man, that's going to be fucking real tough. Going to go from auntie Ronta, to cut uh, Mostly Louis Deming, a little bit of Casey to Smith and a little taste of Tristan Jari to going to Vasilevsky, who's just been playing out of his mind. But I mean, I guess the the too long of rest kind of hurt Tampa, you know.
1: Yeah, going into Oh fuck, where was it? We text too much on a group chat.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: okay, so going into game one, Vasilevsky could have been the fourth goaltender in NHL history to allow one goal or fewer in six straight postseason games. That right there is fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Then you look at Igor. Who, with the going into game one, he had six straight home wins in the playoffs, and if he did, which he did, won seven in a row was the first goalie to do that since 2014. Corey Crawford, which is also ridiculous. And speaking of ridiculous goalie stats, let me pull up Igor's last three games. Yeah, Carolina. Yeah, he wins two goals against. 39 saves or 39 shots against for 37 saves a 949 save percentage. Carolina. Yes. 2 goals against, 39 save shots. This is
0: game 7 now. Yeah, game <laughs>
1: 7. 39 shots faced, 37 saves for a 949 save percentage. Game 1 against Tampa Bay Lightning, the defending defending Stanley Cup champions. Guess where we're going with this? Yeah. 2 goals against, 39 shots faced, 37 saves. For a 949 save percentage.
0: Consistency. This kid what is what a all fucking about
1: reek man.
0: I mean, it that's what the best part is, is the goaltending matchup is gonna be just out of this world for this one. It's it's literally the opposite of what's going on at the Western Conference. Even though the score doesn't reflect it, like, like you don't get two games of like <laughs> three plus goals at least against Vasilevsky the play, in the playoffs.
1: What's insane though, too, about this though, is it could be like this, like the Western conference, except the first game ended six to two, which I could have totally see that being a final score of the series. I just think that Tampa Bay is the team that's more capable of doing that. Yeah. Because I mean, look at Tampa Bay's team is just ridiculous. Stamkos. I don't know if you saw his, his one-timer goal uh, in the first, I think it was a goal the second goal of the game dude holy shit what a fucking snipe that guy has like and yeah. it's insane too that people were counting stamp Coast out saying like oh they're gonna move on from him and like is he done all this kind of stuff and he's coming up this year and just having a fucking insane season
0: yeah he's still really goddamn good god he's <gasps> so good oh, and it it's also really funny that uh what did the Rangers scored, like, three in the second or something like that?
1: Let um, me pull it up really quick
0: here. Either way, in, they scored more goals in one game than Florida scored in four. <laughs> they did it – or, they, I mean, they scored more goals in, like, two-and-a-half periods than Florida scored in four.
1: So, yeah, so the Rangers scored six goals on Tampa Bay in game one. Florida Panthers scored three goals in four games against Tampa they scored yeah three goals in the second one three two um none of them were empty netters. answer your earlier question before we right. start recording um Prider, I
0: mean, rangers are just feeling it right now too which is which is a scary thing they Especially had that big game seven momentum so well. like yeah
1: i mean that's you always kind of wonder like who's got the advantage, the team that got eight days rest or the team that has got the momentum of winning a game, a big game seven.
0: And I yeah. feel
1: like at least for game one, you've got to go with the team that just won. Yeah. Oh, God,
0: yeah. Especially or, when they're at home too. Like that's, that's, yeah, yeah.
1: you win game seven on the road, you come home to MSG, which is like that place. All, people always say it, whenever the team's playing the Knicks and the Rangers are playing good, that is a, just a completely different different atmosphere. Yeah, of a building, a
0: house is rocking.
1: Like you got that, you got coming home there. You got the fans rocking. You got the chanting. Igor's better at Vezilevsky.
0: Like, yeah, that's awesome.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I though honestly, I think I would bet the house on Tampa Bay for Game Two. Oh yeah, I, and I but think I it, don't think
0: there's any way that they're scoring more than one, but. I don't know. Crazier things have happened. I think it might scored six in the first game. Yeah,
1: I think game two might be a massacre for Tampa. Like they are just going to fucking big brother's going to come in and tell little brother, "Fuck you." Here we go. Like, but I don't know. So I have, yeah. So like I said, I had Tampa and six. You have Tampa and seven. We both got the Tampa Colorado Stanley Cup final, which at this point, it's the only.
0: It's. I think it's kind of funny though too the similarities between the Rangers and Tampa. Like you each have like I mean the two of the best goalies in the league, which are both Russian guys. Yeah. You have two of the best wingers in the league, who are both Russian guys. <laughs> you have two first overall draft picks from Canada in, in Stamkos and Lafreniere. It's just like okay, Ryan McDonough played for both teams.
1: <laughs> this is true.
0: Like I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of similarities in it would be really funny and it would kind of suck if, uh, the Rangers came, became like the new Tampa Bay after like a few years. (laughs) I mean, if you're
1: Rangers, like if you're the Rangers and Rangers fans, you got to get excited with what you just said there, the similarities and all that kind of stuff. Like, yeah. It's laid out. Like they, like the path for them to be Tampa Bay is there. Like you got the great support, like player, you got the role players out there kind of like, you know, finding their, their, their spot. Adam Fox is a headman type like yeah oh yeah true. yeah like i mean it's i'm so jealous of the rangers fans because yeah. of how they did the rebuild
0: yeah they got very lucky though too
1: right yeah
0: that is fair it helps to accelerate the rebuild when you end up getting second overall and first overall and back to back drafts when you were not even close to the bottom of the league
1: you don't have a gm train away picks for for nothing for no reason
0: yeah like they didn't make that, that uh, Jacob Truba trade and give away a first rounder. <laughs> oh
1: my, did he have another? He had another hit that came one, right? Oh, Truba? Truba.
0: He's been just killing everybody.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Watching the NHL 66, like in the comments on the side. Yeah. Somebody goes, Oh, here comes Jacob in parentheses. Or here, or like, Oh, another hit from Jacob in parentheses. Here comes Truba, Truba. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's the nickname. Yeah. It's His nickname is Truba. Here
1: Comes Truba. So Jacob, here comes Truba, Truba. Oh my god. I thought that was pretty funny, but yeah, man. I just in my opinion, it's fun as cool as it would see New York Rangers in the final. I just I think the Tampa Bay versus Colorado is yeah. a much more entertaining final and would make oh, yeah. a better series.
0: It would. It would definitely. I mean, two of the best teams, or I mean, the back-to-back Stanley Cup champions, and one of the best teams in the league for the last like few years, actually getting a chance to go at it. Like the, it's basically the final we should have probably had last year. Yeah. I. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be nice.
1: It's gonna be really nice, and I, I well, just
0: really hope that Edmonton doesn't pull it out because then Tampa is just gonna win in four.
1: <laughs> yeah. The condition, the condition for the Keith trade is i have to go to the final.
0: Yeah, Fuck.
1: That's all right. It's only a second round pick.
0: Yeah, it's fine.
1: <laughs> so, um, yeah. So that's pretty much what's going on in the playoff right now. What are what we're thinking? Um, as I pulled up NHL.com too, to look up game one, a couple things came to mind. You mentioned this before we started recording. Uh, Daryl Suter wins yes. or Sutter is it Sutter I, it's,
0: I don't. it's Sutter but I always say sutter yeah uh, I'm just so used to saying Suter 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 yes. and then he it's like wants, oh yes that one's Sutter
1: he won the Jack Adams award so congrats to him um
0: Montreal, Canadi- yeah,
1: Montreal Canadiens and Martin St. Louis agreed to terms so he will is now the officially the head coach of the Montreal Canadiens Um, at his presser. It was kind of funny. They were asked if any other teams, you know, showed interest. And he says, uh, my son's Bantam team uh, asked a little bit if I was going to coach in the NHL again or not, but (laughs) it's about it. I mean, I love St. Louis and what he did with Cole Caulfield. I mean, I am really excited what he can do with the full season with him.
0: Oh, yeah. I I mean, it's a crazy, it was the the turnaround was insane for Caulfield once uh, St. Louis came in. So yeah, like you said, it's going to be Pretty exciting to see what he does next year, that full season with him. Um, Yeah, I just don't – I don't expect them to be in the bottom any. I mean, obviously, they have the first overall pick. They did have a lot of injury issues this year. They didn't have Carey Price for literally almost the entire season, which not even sure if he's going to be coming back. Um Yeah,
1: that's a good question.
0: Morazic came to Montreal.
1: Morazic <laughs> has now been – like associated with every possible team, I think on this show. <laughs>
0: yeah, you know, they gotta move them, so we'll see. Colorado just makes Edmonton look silly. Yeah. Um.
1: Another quick thing here too. Um. Uh, Carolina's like you know end of season media. Uh. Seth Jarvis kind of talking about Truba. Said the only thing he remembers from Game Seven was when he was hit by Jake Truba or an early power play, watching a bit in the third and going. Um. Going in the back and then Kaka Niami driving him home. Oh, that's wow. all he, yeah, that's all he remembers. I mean, that was a scary hit for him. Um, yeah, um that's really all I got. I mean, you got anything else?
0: No, no, nah. no. Nah.
1: <laughs> so yeah, this is a nice little quick episode here after fucking technical issues, technical difficulties here um yeah we have well, let's see next time we record depending on when we decide to do it could we have a final team yet
0: uh i mean if there was a sweep possibly yeah probably not but not probably. likely not, not likely um
1: all right yeah oh that's another thing too real quick did you watch yours yet
0: oh i saw the first episode what do you think i oh, it yeah. I yeah,
1: I just haven't I just haven't had the chance to like actually watch um watch more, but yeah, it's good. It's really cool seeing uh Jared Kiso as uh as in that way. Yeah. Like oh my god. Oh, and so the first episode so you haven't had like uh Terry Ryan or any of the like the other guys coming in yet. Oh my god, the guys that he brings in, they call them those sluts. the sluts. The sluts they bring in is fucking unreal is so goddamn funny my 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 only complaint about this show is the same thing you complain with letter kenny is that they they hook you it's really good and then Mm -hmm. they stop you at six episodes uh okay so but it's it's really good so if you haven't checked that out definitely check it out check out shorty um it's on hulu and if you're listening can it's on crave tv um yeah other than that what you crave what's crave um i got i got nothing so i think we'll just wrap this up episode 179 what do you want to call it tanner oh
0: my god uh i don't (laughs) know man these 8k cameras are (laughs) crazy. uh what would it be like it's hard when there's no hawks news to actually come up with a name for an episode um Stamkos is still good.
1: <laughs> God, so they miss a Let's high go, stick from dry side. Like,
0: we want Colorado versus Tampa.
1: Beat us Tampa, Colorado. How about that? Yeah, that
0: one. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: okay. yeah, yeah. All right, so make sure to follow us. Yeah, on.
0: The, Rangers, the Rangers need that heartbreak like the Hawks had in 2009. They need this is where they need to get, and then they get shut down in it's like game seven OT or something.
1: Only gonna make him stronger. That's all. Exactly,
0: and, and that's all. You know, it's a it's a growing moment for him. Also, Philip Heedle, it, it he's just decided that he's gonna be absolutely amazing in the last like few games. He just score like shit ton of goals. Sorry, I just had to throw that out there. I forgot about that. Okay,
1: <laughs> make sure. All right, so make sure to follow us on Spotify, subscribe to us on YouTube, and on Apple Podcasts. Five star review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Uh, social media at WCB Podcast. Follow the big guys at Hockey Pod or the Hockey Pod Network at Hockey Pod Net. Uh, DraftKings promo code THPN. And uh, yeah, we'll we'll see you on the next one.
0: Fuck yeah! All right, love, voice. Bye. The Windy City Benders Podcast. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcast, Spotify, and YouTube. And follow the boys on socials at WCB Podcast.